Hello and welcome to another episode of At Any Rate. I'm your host, Natasha Kanova, and I head JP Morgan Global Commodities Research. Today, we would like to discuss China's oil demand in 2024, the nation's refining output and exports of refined products. I'm joined today by Parsley Ong, head of Asia Energy and Chemicals at the Asia EV Battery Equity Research Team. Uh, Parsley, welcome. Hi, Natasha. Uh, Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, so geopolitics aside, our view remains that 2024 will be fundamentally a healthy year for the oil market. Um, so as for our listeners, as you remember, we recommended using December sell-off as a buying opportunity. Uh, we continue to project Brent oil reaching high 80s by May. Uh, and the constructive outlook relies heavily on our optimistic view on demand, especially in China. So China's post-COVID reopening in 2023 led uh, to a bounce in oil demand and just in general and oil activity similar to those seen elsewhere, except the bounce was even more potent. Uh, despite tepid economic growth momentum last year, Chinese oil consumption hit an all-time high of 16 uh, million barrels per day last year, delivering a 1.2 million barrel per day growth. As you remember, at the, end of the, at the beginning of the year, we were expecting some, something, something closer to 0.8 million barrels per day. Uh, it was boosted by fuel demand recovery. Um, so then, you know, because of that, the refinery capacity expansions increased as well. And China's oil refinery throughput rose to a record 14.8 million barrels per day, up from 13.5 million barrels per day in 2022, when output, both output and demand, uh, slipped for the first time in two decades. Accordingly, China's annual crude oil imports hit an all-time high in 2023, rising almost 11% on 2022 levels to 11.3 million barrels per day and beating the previous record um, that, as you remember, was set in 2020 at 10.8 million barrels per day when the country took advantage of the plunging oil prices during COVID to import large volumes of cheap, uh, of cheap oil. Uh, reflective of the strong domestic demand and lack of export quarters towards the end of the year, the country exported a total of only 840 uh, KBD of oil refined products. This was only just about 3% above 2022 volumes. So when we look at, um, at uh, 2024, our base case from our economist assumes that China neither enters a full-on deflationary crunch, nor enjoys a solid reflationary rebound, but continues a low-quality growth. Uh, expanding just slightly under 5%. Uh, we believe that the policy stimulus will continue to ramp up and support the economy with infrastructure investment uh, likely to accelerate further as more of the stimulus that was announced in October is implemented. Moreover, our economists are flagging that additional fiscal support is probably on the way. So what does it mean for our numbers? So A, we expect actually Chinese demand to perform well in 2024, so we had 1.2 million barrels per day growth uh, last year and expect another 530 KBD coming in 2024. This will be almost a third of the 1.5 million barrels per day growth in global oil demand. And China will continue to remain the single largest source of oil consumption. So where exactly this demand will be coming from? Um, majority of that would be coming from petrochemical feedstocks such as NAPTA, also LPG, um, but we have also uh, jet fuel rising a little bit, but the transport fuel such as gasoline and diesel, by contrast, will be losing momentum. So, uh, Parsley, moving to you, 
you know, clearly a lot of activities taking place in the refining sector. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of petrochemicals capacity being being added in both 2023 and expected in 2024. So you're looking something to close to 700 kBD of refining capacity being added uh, to the Chinese uh, to the Chinese total capacity this year. What exactly does it mean for net refining uh, additions? Sure, Natasha. So I think yes, people have you know, all these concerns about the Chinese capacity build-outs. But China is also shutting a lot of capacity and phasing out all these small obsolete capacities as part of the 14 five-year plan and the overall goal uh, to to hit uh, the government's carbon neutrality targets. On a net basis, after factoring in the shutdowns, we actually have 2024 Chinese capacity additions flat, I mean close to zero. So the overall capacity available is flattish year on year. If you look at out of that 700,000 barrels per day, gross capacity additions coming online, I think the major one is Yulong which is 400,000 barrels per day. But uh, it hasn't received its uh, crude oil import quota yet. And I heard that um, they're still awaiting the uh, government's approval for the downstream PX unit. So uh, even if it does come online, it's going to be later on towards the year and probably a bit of a slower ramp up than perhaps the market thinks. So overall, we don't actually expect uh, China to be massively uh, oversupplied, generally expecting a bit of a balanced market for 2024. And of course, to uh, ensure that domestic oil demand growth is met, then uh, I do model in a slight increase in utilization rates. So last year, we had record high utilization at 87% uh, to meet the post-COVID demand recovery. Uh, this year, I'm modeling in about 89% utilization, which will be a new record high. But uh, overall, the trend uh, through 2025 for sure is uh, capacity addition coupled with retirements and phase-outs. Uh, we held a conference call with Sinopec the other day where they mentioned a couple of uh, obsolete small refineries they had shut as uh, part of the overall profit improvement program. And this has caused their uh, average uh, refining capacity to go up to about 320,000 barrels per day per refinery. Uh, oh, sorry. 200,000 barrels per day per refinery and this will rise or they're targeting an increase to 320,000 barrels per day per refinery. So um, this trend or this process in um, improving the economic competitiveness and uh, phasing out obsolete capacity is still underway and until that actually happens, uh, the amount of new projects being approved and being built out uh, domestically is actually quite limited. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's the overall background. Mm -hmm. So, personally, you know, clearly this is a policy-driven decision, yes. And so you have been writing and talking a lot about that, the, the Chinese uh, 14th five-year plan, yes, that is running from 2021 to, to 2025, but also there is a lot of other policies that are being implemented in place. Can you just couple words about exactly what those policies are and what are they calling for? 
Yeah, sure. I think the one affecting the refining and chemicals market the most significantly would be China's 2030 Carbon Peaking Action Plan. Uh, there have been multiple policies released around this. Uh, the first uh, most comprehensive document, I guess, was on uh, released on 16th of October 2021, where uh, that was when the uh, total capacity target for China was uh, kept at uh, no more than 1 billion uh, tons per annum or roughly 20 million barrels per day. I mean, it's a lot higher than the amount of effective capacity China has right now, which we estimate are about 17.5 million barrels per day. But it was the first time an actual ceiling was introduced. And ever since that plan came out, there haven't been any significant crude to chemical project approvals. In fact, some of the independent companies uh, gave up on, um, on previous... Uh, plans to expand capacity um, and on top of that it's not just a capacity uh, restriction uh, the government also mandates the shutdown of any uh, refinery uh, less than uh, two to three million tons per annum and then from and most of that work has been done so for 2023 to 2025 the attention has been shifted to shutting down capacities five million tons per annum and below and on top of that, there is also this energy efficiency standard where uh, even the refinery or the chemical plant uh, should have a minimum, should meet a minimum a state of the art energy efficiency um, to, in, in, by 2025. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, these, these have, uh, you know, uh, have pushed forward the overall uh, consolidation that is ongoing in, in the market. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So, and what does it translate to for refined oil product exports? So, you know, we used, I think, the, you know, the market consensus is used to China dump products on the market. So what should we expect? And uh, so that, that clearly has not been the case in 2023. What should we expect for 2024? Yeah, so we have maintained our view for a while that China will uh, basically not increase export quotas by much. So our forecast for uh, 2024 is uh, for the export quotas to be roughly flat year on year. And in mm -hmm. fact, the first batch of quotas have already been released. And the first batch is flat year on year. And uh, most likely the full year one will also end up being uh, flattish. And the main reason for that is uh, if China isn't, if we are right and China isn't actually adding a lot of capacity, but demand is still growing and the utilization rates are 89%, then the priority is to ensure sufficient domestic supply first uh, before you allow the excess to be exported. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Uh, thank you, Parsley. So the conclusion of this is that the China's dominance in global refining and exports growth will, will likely ease in 2024. Um, so thank you, Parsley, for joining me today. Thank you all to listening to the Commodities Edition at JP Morgan's At Any Rate podcast. We look forward to continuing the conversation next week. The communication is provided for information purposes only. Please refer to JP Morgan research reports related to its content for more information, including important disclosures. 2024, JP Morgan Chase and Company, all rights reserved. This episode was recorded on February 2nd, 2024.